Brendan, what's going on? Actually, not how I start the show. Hey, what's going on, folks? How's it going? You're listening to Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Headphone Joe. I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's up, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live from New York City. I just wanted everybody to know you were here, you know, in case yeah. they were like, oh, is Joe finally going to do a solo episode? No, not doing it without my guy. All right? Without my Get off gang. my back. Uh, that's why we change the day so many times. Um, All the time, just constantly changing. <laughs> but if yeah, Joe so, had his way, we would do it the same day, same time, every week, which actually I mean, would be convenient, but I mean, obviously with... My comedy downloads, schedule is ever-changing. Consistency is key in podcasting. And we said, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah, let's, you know what? Keep them guessing. Keep them guessing. But uh, we're going to get right into it here. We got some NBA stuff to talk about. We got some NFL stuff to talk about as tag time is approaching. Um, and then we got some quick hits that we'll get into. Light show. Not a lot going on. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Brent. Big news. I put my foot in my mouth a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said I didn't fear the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did say that. I think we should fear the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been uh, intense. Uh, so we all knew with Booker and Durant that it was going to be like, oh, they'll be like a pretty, you know, crazy offensive force. You know, the thing I didn't I didn't even think twice about was DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul. I was thinking back and I heard a podcast mention this and I really was thinking about it. Think back to Kevin Durant, Durant's career. He hasn't played with two out of the five most prototypical type of players, which is a prototypical center and a prototypical point guard. He's never had that. You know what I mean? Just from a basic, this is like if you could design them in a lab and put them out on the court, this is what they would look like. He's never really had that. He's never had someone in the dunk spot to just dump it off to. Um, I mean, I guess Looney when he was in Golden State, but he still wasn't fully developed. He's never had a true facilitator point guard. I mean, Chris Paul is the point God. So it's and then with Devin Booker, who can just score at will almost like KD can not as obviously as proficient, but this team is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is still I mean, they're not deep. Um, Yeah. Yeah. We saw that in that Dallas game where. You you can let, not let, but Kevin Durant, Devin are going to get theirs. Um, if you can stop all the surrounding pieces, you have a fighting chance. And it was shocking. And it was shocking that Dallas was able to you know do that, hang close with them because Dallas's defense is not something that they are uh, spectacular at. Yeah. So it'll be interesting once Phoenix faces a team that is a little more uh, one of the top like four teams from either side so we can get an actual gauge on how they'll be as far as uh, playing against one of them head to head because so far they've played the Hornets, the Bulls and the Mavs. So Wait, two teams like you said, that are no, no bottom tier and then there, yeah. a defensive pushover. The next game's against OKC. It's like it's going to be a while before we actually see them truly tested. Uh but you think SGA is back for that game? Uh, Apparently, it's looking like they shut him down for the year. 
Okay. I was going to say, Brennan, I didn't even know he wasn't playing. I don't keep up with OKC. Well, the reason I say that <laughs> is because I know I know we say that because especially going into this year, Oklahoma City was projected to be definitely a lottery team, probably tanking, trauma for Wembenyama, but they actually were in the playoff. They were they were out of the play-in game. They were in the top six for a little while, mm-hmm. and then SGA went out mysteriously with an ankle injury that no one's like didn't happen during a game or anything. He just one day just wasn't playing, and now he just hasn't been back. So I wonder if he a, played last night because they beat the Warriors. It's a big thing. See, that's yep, the thing. He was like, back last night. Okay, so he is back. All right, yeah, um, back last night had thirty three immediately. Oklahoma City Thunder team to watch out for moving forward in the future, but we're talking oh, about yeah. the Phoenix Sun, which is a team to watch out for right now. Yeah, so um, their first—I mean, their first real true opponent uh, of a top four team on either side is they get the Sacramento Kings on Saturday of this week. So that'll be interesting because you know how we feel about lighting the beam, baby. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd say that sentence? No. They just played the Dallas Mavericks, <laughs> the Chicago Bulls. I mean, throughout the Hornets, but they played the Bulls and the Mavericks. And now we're sitting on here saying the on Kings. March 8th, 2023, <laughs> their, their first real test will be against the Kings <laughs> of Sacramento. They get the key. So they got, they got also three. Also no defense, though. Also no defense. Oh, that's true. That's true. Most offensively efficient team, not, not a defensive juggernaut. But uh, they got three big ones in a row. And I think that would be a big, good test to see, like, how dominant this team is. You got the Kings, you got the Warriors, and you got the Bucks. The end. The Bucks will be the test. The the Bucks uh, defense. Dang it! The worst part is though, the Bucks is the second day of a back to back. So they're not going to. I don't think they're going to play everybody. Yeah. No, Paul and Durant will be out for that game. Yeah. It's what they they got three games in like four days. It's the eleventh, the thirteenth, and the fourteenth. Let's go! Time to play. I don't know though because they are. I'm gonna pull these up. What as far as the standings are? Do they have a chance to push up? Right now, they're top four. They're um, yeah, and they could catch. They could catch. Uh, oh yeah, they're the ten Grizzle. games behind. Den- no one's catching. No Denver. one's catching Denver. No. Damn, Denver's eighty games ahead of Sacramento and Memphis. Well, yeah. seven and a half, but still. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they could catch the second or the third seed. Which I would really like because I don't want to play them in the second round. I'd rather play them in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I completely agree with you on that. I wanted to... Uh, you don't have it on the rundown. I, I kind of wanted to ask you something, speaking of Denver, but maybe we'll bring it up next week. Oh, no, go ahead. What, what's the- well, it's a long game thing, but it's just... I, I think I, We'll talk about it after because I think it's something that I, you'd want to actually do prep for. Oh, okay. All right. About your, uh, your nuggets. All right. That's a tease. We call that a tease here in the industry, Super folks. Tease for me. I don't even know what's going on. You don't on. even know what I'm talking about. Uh, All right. What but else is going on in the NBA? Brennan, the Lakers. I don't want to do this. God damn it. Brennan, the Lakers might do the thing. I don't want to believe it. <laughs> they are. Currently in Knight's place. Uh, they needed everything. They needed a few things to shake out yesterday, and they all kind of hit. Um, actually, one of the things didn't hit. Golden State needed to beat the Thunder, but Golden State ended up losing to the Thunder. But the Lakers beat the Grizzle, John Morantless. We'll get to that shortly. Um, and the Jazz lost. So the Lakers are in the ninth hole. Uh, the Clippers, who have been sliding, uh, they're sliding bad. Sliding bad. 
the Lakers could see they're only two in, two games behind the sixth spot right now. This makes me want to throw up. We, we kind of predicted this, but we didn't know what would happen after LeBron got hurt. But that was the thing was we called this. But we said we both had all this. Anthony Davis had to do was turn into prime time Anthony Davis. And I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think it was going to happen. You know how Mike and Tony talk about how they're sick of talking about Aaron Rodgers? That's how I feel about the Lakers. When this season know. started, AD looked like a man possessed. My 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 catchphrase. LeBron <laughs> looked great. LeBron breaks the scoring record. Uh, everything's going. But the, the, he just doesn't have a team around him. And we're like, oh, this is over. AD can't stay on the court. LeBron's in his 20th season. Like, this is over, baby. And we both sat on here and said, well, if AD can turn it on and LeBron can be LeBron, they won the title in 19. Why can't they do it again? That was after I, the trade deadline. Remember, yep. the team turned around yep. in the trade deadline, and then we said that, that and then LeBron Westbrook, got hurt. Yep. And then LeBron, <laughs> here's a pop in his ankle, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, sucks for LeBron, but at least we don't have to talk about this middling team anymore. And then AD reaches down inside of him and pulls out this MVP caliber season towards the end. And Evan. now... They're going to be in the play-in. They're going to. They might even be able to. I think they get can, a home home court advantage in the play-in. Oh, they'd have to get uh either seven. the seven or the eight spot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, look, the Lakers are infinitely always going to be uh one of the teams that is always discussed. It's funny, like how people say, "Oh, the NBA is not." Good unless like the Knicks and the Lakers and the Celtics. I think it's good for I don't like think the Knicks are in there. I don't, I don't think the Knicks are the thing really. I think if the Celtics are doing good, it's a good league. I think if the Lakers are doing the Lakers are relevant, it's a good league. I think yeah. the Knicks, the Knicks. You know who says that? I think the Knicks, Knicks make. Fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say. I think if the Knicks are doing well, it creates buzz in New, in New York. York. And New York That's is the it. biggest. No one else. It's cares. the biggest market, so we can float a lot. Yeah, but no one else really cares. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Nobody. And the other thing is, like, if you're an actual basketball fan, it's not like you're just to turn off basketball if the Knicks aren't doing good. Knicks haven't been good for like 20 years. Knicks haven't been good for most of my life. That's what I was saying. <laughs> they had that like, one uh, playoff trip in what was that, 13? Like, they've had like ebbs and flows, but primarily they've been a bottom feeding team. Dude. I was living here last year when Derrick Rose was playing well, and everyone's like, Tibbs and Derrick Rose, here we go. And I was like, that is not how this works. That is not how this works. <laughs> like, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, I think I think the Lakers I can see them creeping up to the sixth spot. Yeah, me I too. Mean, and it, it Golden State isn't looking looking tough. I mean, they're they're two games over five hundred. Uh they just lost OKC, like I said the other night. And this is with Steph back. They've had two games with oh, Steph back now. Back yeah, he came back the game prior uh against the Lakers and they lost that game and they lost yesterday. So well, this is a great transition because this is going to go right into what we're talking about. Yeah, because, like I said, the Warriors have lost their last two games. And, Brennan, do you think they're going to slide? Do you think their home and away splits are finally going to get the better of them and it's going to cost them in the end? That's the problem, Is and you just touched on it. I think I had them going to the Western Conference Finals. I had them in the finals Uh the, it's the away games. They got too far behind. What are they like? Seven and twenty-four. Seven and twenty-five. Okay, on the road. Lost and another one last night. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. Um, it's just too big of a deficit to try to overcome. It was one of those things when they were like zero oh and four. I was like, ah, they'll figure it out. Like Clay's just getting back. Blah 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 blah. You know the Draymond punch. They had a lot going on. Then they were like two and twelve, and I was like, ah, it's okay. Like they'll figure it out. 
eventually they were 500 on the road or close to 500 on the road. And then they just lost them again, like 12 in a row on the road. And it was like, Oh, I guess they're not going to figure it out. So I think this is too much of a deficit to overcome in the West as far as the seating one and two, they're not, they're probably going to have a couple of road games in there that, you know what I mean? Like a series decided where they're on the road. So I think this slide is too much. I still, once the playoff starts, it's a whole new animal. And Steph is just now getting back. Like you said, he's only been back for two games. So I'm not going to waver from my picking Golden State to be in the Western Conference Finals. Um, we, I kind of had, you had, you were on Denver at the beginning of the year. I was kind of on that bandwagon, but they look fucking ridiculous. But I'm going <laughs> to stick with Golden State. But this is, this is not a small sample size anymore. This is a significant slide. This, these home and road splits are, I mean... It's kind of ridiculous. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's drastic. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I don't. Th- I think. I think this is the champions. La- I think last year was the champions' last gasp. I yeah. think they put everything they had into that. Um, not saying that anybody's playing bad. I think a lot of people are playing well this year. Like Clay's having a bit of a resurgence. Steph is Steph, but together as a collective everything they were trying to do is kind of coming to a head at this point. The planning for the future while still having the core intact. They had to get rid of all, a lot of some of those guys that they got looks... rid of, they got rid of Wiseman really. Kaminga's still there. Uh, yeah. I think Moody's still somewhere around. I don't, I don't even know. Jordan Poole's still around, but you well, have, now they have Peyton back again. Yeah. That's even playing. Um, you, you have, you just have a lot of inconsistency and you have a lot of tired legs. Like even the run last year, you didn't think they'd do it because these guys are older. You know, they got more tread on the tire. They got more wear for tear. Um, Steph is like 34. Clay's like 33, 34. Draymond's like 50. Um, <laughs> can't really. Well, and also, can't really and I've talked about this age. before. <laughs> it's you and I have talked about this in a series. People go, oh, if that shot goes in, the series is completely different. And I always say, yeah, but not to what you, not to the degree you're talking about, because you play differently when you're down 0-2. You play differently in an elimination game. You play differently in a home game. And I say all that to say, you play differently when you win the title the season before. Yeah. If you lose in seven by two points on the road, you're gonna play with some sort of you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna feel some sort of way about that going into the next season. But when you, you know, when you win, when you win and pretty convincing, some fashion, people are fat and like, happy. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. So, I mean, I, again, this may be going back to why Draymond was agitated with Jordan Poole after the win. I mean, was he, you know, counting the roses? And it's like, yo, if you want to go back to back, it's not kind of how you do it. You can't just yeah. sit there and think you're going to just automatically zoom to the top and i don't think there's gonna be some hey it's a playoff let's turn the key and let's yeah, go is. this is not a team guys. i would say you could say that like back in those lebron days because lebron could just go supernova the yeah. golden state warriors are a shooting team so you have to be in a shooting rhythm like everything has to be clicking for you to quote unquote turn it on yeah, and there's no bully ball like, hey, let's exactly. Go on it's not like Draymond, LeBron could just yeah. drag. Draymond's not bully balling anymore. Yeah, um, 
it's not like LeBron. You could just bow people out of the way, expand your shoulders two inches now when you drive, and then it's it's a it's a done deal. Draymond's thirty three, Clay's thirty three. Looked it up in the meantime. Um, God, Draymond. I thought Draymond was like forty seven. No, that's, I said fifty. Look, I'm yeah, stunned. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't think they're gonna be much contenders at all. If I put Draymond and Clay side by side and I said, hey, are they the same age? I would say no way. If you put me, Clay, and Draymond side by side, I'd be like, this guy's our dad. Like, Draymond's <laughs> super old. <laughs> this guy's our dad. <laughs> but um, Different moms, obviously. I, I think Draymond is... Uh, I think Draymond's out. Uh, Draymond. I think Golden State <laughs> is going to lose in the first round. Well... Ooh. I yeah. got him going I think they're the, going out in the first round. I think like Phoenix I said, I, is I've got to take go to the Western spot. Conference Finals. But... We'll see. I think Phoenix gets into the three spot, and I think God, Phoenix, Phoenix bounces them I out. I forgot. We just talked about them, and I keep forgetting about the yeah. Durant thing on Phoenix. Yeah. I think they, they slide into the three slot, and they bounce them out. God. Um, all right. All right, Brendan. I didn't know if I wanted to talk on the story. I didn't know if you wanted to touch on the story or not, but your favorite player... Yeah, I was glad Wilbon had my back on this. Yeah, <laughs> your favorite said player. Exa- I almost texted you when I was listening to the episode when he said exactly <laughs> what I said. And you were like, no, that's wrong. And then Wilbon said it. And I was like, vindication. What was it? What was it that was said? About uh, certain people, certain players trying to uh, like live this lifestyle that they have oh, no yeah. idea what it's about. Okay. Well, uh, John Morant has uh, found himself in the yeah, hottest let's, let's of tell everybody water. what's going on. Uh, John Morant, I think right after we recorded last week, a Washington Post article Literally. came out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Washington Post article came out about a fight with a 17-year-old where allegedly he then brandished a gun, um, a fight with a security guard. Uh, I just want to throw this out here. He's only like 22, 23, so getting into a fight with a 17-year-old old. isn't... Not that like, crazy. It's not, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not great, but it's not. It's like, not oh ideal. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's also, ideal. It's not like but... me walking down the street and punching a seventeen-year-old in the face. Yeah, they were playing weird. basketball, and then it got chippy. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, and I didn't. In in Jaw's statement, the kid like threw the ball at him and hit Jaw in the face, and then the kid stepped to him. So then Jaw fought in self-defense. Yeah, uh, you gotta. That's his version. The kid's version was. He jaw threw the ball at him, and then he threw the ball at John and slipped through John's fingers, thus hitting him in the face. And then John attacked him. So yeah. the truth I lies somewhere it. in the middle. Yeah, in the middle. Um, and then the third incident was the what the, the league club. already no, not the strip club. What the league already looked into and kind of debunked the the Indiana Pacer thing. Oh yeah, the red um, light thing. The yeah. red dot. And then after this article comes out, and after. You know, That's what uh, it was. allegedly he brandishes a gun twice. Uh, he then is on IG Live at like 3 a.m. after a loss to my Denver Nuggets uh, at a strip club in Denver. Didn't know they'd have the woman job was looking for. Um, still got jokes. Still got jokes. Uh, and he's brandishing a gun on IG Live. Thus, triggering the league to I see what you did there. Allegedly used to be a comedy writer. Uh the league to 
effectively give him a two-game suspension, but the, the team, Grizzlies, not the league. Oh, was it the Grizzlies? Okay, so the Grizzlies the gave him a two. Well, the Grizzlies then said it was indefinite. I thought the league gave him two, and then the Grizzlies said it was indefinite. No, the Grizzlies said it was indefinite, but it will be no less than two games. Uh, okay. The reason I know about this is because I've, uh, between PTI and then a few of the other podcasts I like to listen to, there's a big uh, calling for Adam Silver. Like, hey, man, like, yeah, I was doing? confused because like, step up. When I first heard it, I heard it through, I think my brother had called me back. We were talking about it. Like, we hung up the phone, and then, like, 20, 30 minutes later, he calls me. And he's like, oh, he's suspended. So I just assumed it was the league. Yeah, so Adam Silver is... So that's why I was confused why everybody was like, why is everybody talking about Adam Silver? Leave Adam out of this. He suspended him. (laughs) What do you want? Yeah, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't even spoken about it. Um, I wanted to get your take. uh, Just quickly, a couple things that I wanted to say. Um, I think this goes back to what I was talking about last week, which is uh, there's this mindset of, I don't know if it's an imposter syndrome or what, but this mindset of if you grow up, in a certain area you, and I just know this from growing up in Daytona and playing sports my whole life, but there's like, Oh, I've got to be tough. I have to be tough. I have to be tough. And sometimes I think it's one of those things where people play into that maybe a little too strongly. Now I don't know jaw personally. I don't understand. I don't know his background. I don't know how he came up, but he is the signature shoe now at Nike. Only five mm-hmm. players in the world have ever been that. He uh, just did that deal with Powerade uh, for his own drink. He's a super max player. I, you can't mad guys have had signature shoes. No, no, no. But like, Paul George I had he, a signature shoe. No, no, no. But I thought he was in the. Uh, he's he's in not like the, the one of one percent. If people have said that, he's like, in like the creative LeBron is thing, the one percent. LeBron okay. is still the one percent. <laughs> um, but I mean, still, it's it's. Jaw has a, a signature shoe. Kevin Durant has a signature shoe. But I thought Jaw's signature shoe was like one of those ones where they put like up there with LeBron and with Jordan. I no, thought it was like, no, no, no. Oh, it's his first getting, shoe. I thought he was getting a run like Jordan and no, LeBron got. No, because you know sometimes they get those guys shoes and then they're like, it's okay, his first you know. shoes. It's his first shoes. But still, it's it's a lot of money. Um, and I, a lot of I, people I think this, he got this shoe because Kyrie is no longer affiliated with Nike. So. Oh well, that's a mess. But I I said this last week. I'll say it again. I think there's this obsession with this tough guy attitude that you have to be tough. You can't be punked. As someone who's been incarcerated quite a few times, I'm telling you that that's not. If you don't have to live that life, then don't. Like, it's not worth it. It's stupid. Um. So this job story, I mean, as it has uh, festered for a couple of days now, it's settled. Um, I've been, like, all over the place. I've been, this kid's you? an idiot. What is he doing? What is he thinking? And then I realized the words I said, this kid. Uh, yeah. 23 Obviously, he's an adult male, but you get more money than you've ever seen in your life at about the age of 19, 20, and now you're the head of household. There's a bit of arrested development there. More money than anyone you've ever known has ever seen. Not just more than you've ever... Like, it's more money than you can comprehend. That's important. That And then you're in... And I'm not, this is not a shot at Memphis, but he's in Memphis and he's immersed himself in that culture. <laughs> what happened? Well, no, I'm doing a thing here. Let me, let me I'm get sorry. to it. He's immersed himself in the culture of Memphis. And Memphis, for those that don't know, is having a huge resurgence in their music scene. And their music scene, it's a lot of gun toting in the music. So 
I don't know if he's... And then his statement, he talked about his mental well-being and dealing with stress. I don't know if he feels afraid, and that's why he's carrying a gun, but he's not acting like someone that's afraid, just waving it around everywhere. So that's like, I don't know about that. Does he just feel like this is something I should have on me at all times and doesn't understand, like, the consequences of having like a gun on him and what that what that brings <clears throat> does he feel I, <clears throat> but then a part of me is like who are the people around you and not more or less like the dog whistle like who are your friends that you're hanging out with like who are the people around you guiding you and advising you like i know you're we all know his dad is around at all times and it's like Okay, how much is has this become a situation where it's like since he's the breadwinner, no one can speak to him and no one feels they can speak to him, no one can check him? Um, I don't know, man. I just hope. Look, like you said, he, you he was one of he is one of the players you like, and we've also seen clips of him being like a very nice kid, a very genuine, intelligent. Uh, kid like so the duality of man is obviously there um and then i've uh we all <clears throat> we heard the people say oh you're not a gangster you you live at home with two parents you went to charter school or private school i don't know and then i'm like okay those don't save you from the environment outside like yeah, a lot of people exclusive. think just because you have two parents or a parent like you spend less time with your parents than you do at school and just in the streets depending on how you're raised like if your parents both work they're not home when you get home from school and then you're just hanging out with the people outside or if your job i could assume he did a lot of going to the the basketball courts where his parents aren't around at all times to see the environment he's in, who he's hanging around, what's happening around him. So, yes, the pictures of him with his parents and at his private school are great internet fodder, but he still wasn't upper middle class. Like, he was still middle to lower middle class. Um, And, I mean, we don't know if he was at that private school on a scholarship. Like, there's incentives to get, you know, kids who are good at sports to go to private schools. I had a buddy who went to, um, what's that school? The Green School in Daytona, Father... Father Lopez. Father Lopez. I had a buddy who went to Father Lopez, but he was on an athletic scholarship, and he had to do certain things at the school to keep up his scholarship standings, but... At a certain point, he was like, I don't want to pick up trash. And then they're like, well, you can't go to school here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how it works. The reason I laughed earlier was because you said the Memphis lifestyle. And I just immediately went to Sandra Bullock in the blind side where she goes, he goes, what is that, a Sunday special? She goes, yep, and it shoots fine every other day of the week, too. No, oh, that's I've never why I seen that movie. So. You never saw The Blind Side? Does it look like a movie? Sandra Bullock no. saving a black kid out the ghetto? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, get the fuck true. out of here. Um, but that's that's why I laugh. So I apologize. But it's just when you said the lifestyle of Memphis, because the, the movie takes place in Memphis. I was, ah, I was, I, that's all yeah. I could think of was her walking around with a gun at all times. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, see if Sandy's Jaws, doing it, come on, why can't? Come you? on, Jaw ja, ja can do it. Jaw's gonna figure it out. I know Jaw's gonna figure it out because he's a very intelligent young man. Uh, he's very charismatic. I just the reason why I kind of take this so personally is because I've I've been a part of it and I've seen it. You know, I wanted to be the tough guy in college because I was bullied so much in high school that I wanted, and obviously different circumstances, but I wanted to be the tough guy. I wanted to be like, no one's going to fuck with me. And I ended up with scars all, all over my face. I ended up getting arrested so many times. It just wasn't worth it to try and act like the tough guy. Um, yeah. And I know it's a different circumstance because Ja has this, I mean, that's a huge burden to put on a 19-year-old. Hey, you're now responsible for the well-being of anyone you've ever met in your life. Yeah. Most that's of the people you ever met. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge responsibility for a 19 year old. And I, I understand that it can it can it can really mess with you, especially in a mental capacity where it's like you, you can't be punked. You have to be the breadwinner. You have to be tough. You have to be the leader. But then there's also this part of you. And I think we all see this with Ja, where it's like, but I want to be a caring, sweet individual. But then people mistake that for weakness. And then you have to overcompensate for that. And I've this is a battle that I've I've had to play, obviously not with all the money and the fame and accolades. But this is a battle that I've had to play with in my head all the time because I used to be bullied and then I was like, well, I don't want to be punked, but then it's like, well, I don't want to be mean either. Like, so there's this weird dynamic where it's like, you can be really sweet one day and then the next day someone says something and you're like, I'll fucking kill everybody. Like, I don't care. So it's... Yeah, it's and thing. I was going to say, and I think it plays a, a heightened level in the black community because I don't know if you saw some of the stuff that happened last week when, like, the Creed movie was being promoted, but Michael B. Jordan is called corny, and he's clown for that. So then what's the other extreme? The kid, the 23-year-old on Instagram Live waving the gun, and it's like, yep. okay, you don't be that, but then don't be corny. And then it's like, well, then what the fuck are you supposed to be? Like, Yeah, there's no... <laughs> there's no... If, if, if the community that you know, you want to be accepted by the most gives you no middle ground, then what are you supposed to be? Um, that I didn't even think about that as a, as a, as a part of it, but that's, you're exactly right. Cause the, the, we all laugh at the Michael B. Jordan stuff. It's funny to us. Like, yeah. Like, I've never, I, my thing is I like corn. I mean, I'm corny. I, yeah, I'm I, a corn. Yeah. I like the cornball stuff. I think it's, I'm corny, but I mean, I have a rough exterior to a degree because of where I was raised and how I was raised. But it's for like, those of you listening, Joe, I have seen Joe get like <laughs> the fuck, and I was like, but "Whoa, who's I'm this not, guy?" I'm not fucking, but I'm not gun toting. I I don't like guns. I don't believe in guns. I think guns should be abolished from this country. Honestly, a um, little bit of my politics there. Uh, oh, we should have clipped that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want those people breathing down my neck. But um, but yeah. So I I just hope Ja finds whatever center, whatever piece he needs. Um, and I hope the kid has a good future, man. I don't I don't wish negativity on just about anybody. I hope the kid figures it out and you know enjoys a healthy career in the NBA. This is just a blimp in the radar. Um, some we can get past, and you know he enjoys a fruitful career. Hundred percent. I think it's going to be just one of those things. Like God, remember when Jaw was like doing that dumb stuff? Amen. I think it's just going to be like a little boop. boop. Remember when Jaw was bugging? <laughs> <laughs> he got. 
Remember when Ja got way too into that, like Memphis <laughs> Dirty South style kind of stuff? Remember when Ja and Yo Gotti were running around spraying AK? Like, Jesus. Remember when Ja and Young Buck were like, we're running. Young this. Buck. That's Memphis. I know, but know, you can see that's... how we can see how old your references are. Well, <laughs> you don't know any of the young guys. <laughs> Kid Cuddy? I know him from you. He's that's Cleveland. <laughs> Sorry. He's not gonna be out here shooting guns. Anyway, on to the NFL. Brandon, our favorite subject, our hottest topic is uh reared its Huge head news. again. It's tag season, it's tag time, and the first of the quarterbacks to get tagged. That we talked Huge about. Huge news. This is this is big. This is this is gigantic news. Lamar Jackson was given the non-exclusive tag. 36.2 million dollars. Uh, but another team, he could negotiate a deal with another team, and that team would just have to give up two picks, two first round picks specifically. Two first round picks. Uh to the Ravens. Brennan, what are your thoughts on this? So not surprised, not surprised. I believe I had this with the non-exclusive pick because I think the Ravens are set to move on and they just want to be able to get that two round, two first round compensation. Um, very disappointed with how this is kind of played out in the media where I guess some some teams have come out and said that they're not interested in Lamar. You know, they're set at their quarterback position or they're going to go a different way. And the media has made it seem... Like it's a, a much bigger deal, I think, than it is. I think Lamar is a fantastic quarterback. He's a former MVP, but there's some teams that just don't aren't gonna go with that. So I'm calling collusion. I knew you were gonna do it. Call as soon collusion. as I saw an ESPN thing on it, I was like, oh, Joe's gonna eat this up. But Call also <laughs> what's that face? Um Call collusion. Also, I think Lamar's gonna get his deal. It only takes one team. So I don't give a shit about any of those teams that are out. It takes one team to make the deal. I'm looking at you. I was going to say the Atlanta Falcons, but they already said they were out. So. I, that's funny you said. Kyle's just about this. I, I just fixed my face because you when you said it only takes one team, I was like, wait a, wait, 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 wait a second. Am I mistaken? Were the Atlanta Falcons not one of the teams willing That's to send life and limb over to get a sexual yeah. predator? That's why I was like, so much so Atlanta. they destroyed their franchise and had to tear away Matt Ryan, who I thought was over the hill at that point, anyways. But now they're willing to say, no, we won't touch Lamar Jackson with a 10 inch pole. Like, how dare you? How dare you? Is Desmond Ritter the future for you? Is that what you're trying to sell here? God, that's a joke. That's a funny joke. It only takes one team. Lamar's going to get his money. Uh, he doesn't. I still am confused about the not having an agent thing because they can like. I love options. it. I love it. At this point, but, I love it because the not having an agent thing is a huge misnomer. Um, it's a huge misnomer because the league provides you with a lawyer. Uh, you know, the Players Association provides you with a lawyer. So everybody's talking about, oh, he's not going around with the agent and the lawyer. He has, a, he has a lawyer with him at all times. Like, he's not going in there literally by himself like, all right, guys, tell me what's the news. <laughs> what are like, we doing? The, the PA provides you with the right people. Uh, we've I'm, seen just, other I'm, players I'm, do this. Kawhi. Richard Sherman negotiated a deal. No, Kawhi's uncle, I believe, is his agent. Um, I think he's certified. But oh, okay. um, I, I thought it was just like a no, no, no. I think there's certification there. Um, but Richard Sherman 
did a deal without an agent prior. Um, I know there's like a couple other players. There was an offensive lineman. It might have been Laramie Tunsil. Um, ended up strong arming the Texans to give him some more money, and he didn't have an agent. Um, so this is not as you know a, a, a rare thing. Now it's the first time a quarterback is doing it, um, and I I love it because um, I've got the list here. If you want to uh, know, go for it. Uh, Russell Okun, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Richard Sherman, Denzel Ward, Derwin James, Laramie Tunsil, Jacoby Brissett, Lamar Jackson. Okay, so yeah, it's a handful of guys, um, and some of those guys have negotiated some very good deals, very lucrative deals for themselves. Uh, yeah, these are these aren't not now, but these are just players who in the past have negotiated. Their yeah, contracts. I was about to say because Richard Sherman's in that list too. So. Yeah. Um, D Hop has gotten himself a good deal. Larry Tunsil, million. <laughs> Larry Tunsil got like a three-year guaranteed deal, I believe. Um, so yeah, I, I think this works in the benefit of Lamar because he gets to effectively pick where he's gonna go. Um, and if a team is willing to give him that max, you know, he could go right up or get right up to the line. Like it's all in his corner. Uh, so yeah, I think he's gonna find a trade partner, um, and then I think I think the Ravens are gonna have to match it because like you can't let him walk out the door. What What are say, you gonna do? I want to say this just for the just for the people out there watching, listening. Lamar Jackson will not be a Baltimore Raven at the start of the twenty twenty three season. You heard it here first, folks. I've been saying this for weeks. Book it, book it. Well, speaking of booking it. Derek Carr is booking it on to New Orleans. He signed a deal last week right after I believe we recorded as well. A lot of things came out after we recorded it. You know, when we first started the show, there was a lot of information that was coming out after we recorded. Now it's happening again. I don't like it. We got clips out we now. We moved days. I was yeah. We got clips out now, and I think people are getting scared. They're, they're releasing things like right after. We used to uh, record Monday nights, and everything would come so, out Tuesday morning. So we yeah. pushed so it. So we pushed now, it to Tuesday, and then it was, things started coming out Tuesday afternoon. So we pushed it to Wednesday, and now things are coming out on Thursdays and Fridays. It's like, Jesus Christ. But, um... Yeah, so Derek Carr is going to the Saints. Brendan, how do you feel about this signing? Um, so I thought this was and how do the Saints keep having money? Hundred fifty million, a hundred guaranteed. Uh, again, for a team that's been up against the cap for years and years and years. Um, Derek Carr is a myth. Is a serviceable quarterback. Uh, I don't think with Allen still being the coach there. I don't. I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, but he is the best quarterback in that division. Uh, so that's good for them. Uh. This is, I think this is a middling team. I've been a big fan of Derek Carr. I've been saying it for years. I like uh, his attitude. I like his demeanor. I like how much he cares about his teammates in football. But also he's not, all that being said, all those intangibles being said, he's not some, you know, change the franchise kind of quarterback. I think he'll keep them afloat. Maybe nine wins, ten wins, get them into the playoffs. Yeah, that I would say, yeah, I would say a middling team in that division is a playoff team. So. Yeah, so... I completely agree with that, but I don't think he is a $100 million quarterback of the future for them. Yeah. Uh, how many years he got on this deal? Four. Four. So it's like a two-year deal, effectively. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of, uh, Daniel Jones got his $40 million a year that he wanted. Or, well, he wanted forty-five. He had to settle for a little less. Um, Keno Smith also got paid. Uh, David Jones, four year, one sixty. Geno Smith, three years, one hundred five. Brennan, how did you feel about these two deals? 
I think the Daniel Jones one is a little ridiculous. I mean, a the guaranteed the guarantee. Well, the guaranteed money is only eighty, so it's only twenty million, like twenty one million a year, which is exactly what we said on this program. I said he's not going to get over thirty million dollars. I said between twenty five to thirty is probably what he'll get. And I, <clears throat> you getting about forty a year. <clears throat> no, no, no. The guaranteed money is only eighty million over four years, so it's twenty million a year. Oh, because you're thinking they're going to keep him for four years. Well, and I also think they're probably going to cut him once the guaranteed goes through. Yeah, but... I think it's a two-year deal. That's why it's yeah, 40 guaranteed in the first million. two yeah, years. You're right, you're right. Uh, I didn't think about it like that. Um, yeah, no, uh, I would just cut you off. Dave Jones signed a two-year deal, and Geno Smith signed a one-year deal. That's what really happened. There's a lot of funny money in the NFL. Dave yeah, Jones it. really has two years to prove that he's the guy and he could be better. After that's why that first the cap isn't real. Exactly, cap's not real. After that first year, if he's not the guy, they're going to – to trade for the guy or uh, draft the guy and see what they can do with that. And we then, did this with Blake Bortles. We gave him an extension. Exactly. But he really just saved us money in the beginning and exactly. then we cut him the next year. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, the Daniel Jones thing, I think, is a little ridiculous, especially because the whole concept was we're going to run him into the ground and try and get this team to the playoffs because we're not going to re-sign him. And then he played well, well they when they tried to run him the into the ground. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I you know my stance. I've he ended up getting tagged. Yeah. Two years, yeah, he got tagged. I don't think you can pay him what he's going to want, what he's worth. Well, he already said this. This is a weird thing and an annoying thing. Uh, I mean, if you're a pro player guy, uh, some of these damn young running backs keep saying, "Oh, I'll I'll take. I just want to stay with my team. I'll take less." Like, no, motherfucker, go set the market and go get the max of what you're worth. That's what Lamar, that's the great thing about Lamar's stance is yeah. also Lamar can be the guy. This will be the third fully guaranteed contract just out of quarterbacks. Lamar could be the guy to push it over the edge and be like, all right, quarterbacks are, or at least players are getting, some players are getting guaranteed contracts. Um, like you can't let it is, be Kirk Cousins and Deshaun yeah. Watson. Like that's no, that's two bad representations. Bad it's a bad look for different reasons, but it's a bad <laughs> look either way. I say um, the same reason. <laughs> well, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Kirk's gonna be like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I feel like Kirk's jerked around the Minnesota uh <laughs> training <laughs> greater staff. Minnesota area for quite some time now. Right. <laughs> um Gino's great. We love the Gino story here. Uh it is what it is there. Uh the Daniel Jones thing is a mess because mm. now you've pushed yourself up against the cap of with Saquon. You've had to franchise him. You are now gonna be good enough to not get one of those quarterbacks, but not bad enough to be able to draft one. How so, are you going to get talent around him? Yeah, that's like if you too much money for Daniel up Jones. There, I mean, you're hoping some of the guys you have uh, do better. I know they released K. Galladay to save up some money and then go draft somebody. I guess maybe. But I think there's so much more that team still needs, anyways. So I mean, we'll see. Uh, as of right now, as of our recording time, Aaron Rodgers has not officially signed anywhere, but he is flirting with the Jets, Brennan. He, uh, the Jets flew out to go see him yesterday. On Monday, he had a phone conversation, a lengthy phone conversation. So the Packers have allowed him to talk to the Jets. Brennan, do you think it's a done deal? Do you think he leaves? Finally, the saga is over and the media scrum of him being in New York begins and then we'll see how right wing he actually is because he is low key super right wing. 
I don't think it's very low key. I yeah, well, people are more so talking about like the vaccine stuff and going into darkness. But like his last Pat McAfee hit had a lot of random things in it. No, yeah, he's super conservative. Uh, I think, which would be hilarious if he comes to New York. I know. I know. Uh, he's going to get his first check with all the taxes taken out. And he's going to be like, the hell is this? Him and George Santos are going to be kicking it. Yeah. Um, if that's his real name, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, uh, I don't think is going to be a Packer, but I said this last year. And the only thing I was right about last year, as far as the quarterbacks, was the Russell Wilson thing. I, I you know, we talked about that. I was adamant that he was not going to be in Seattle at the start of the season, and he wasn't. Um, I think I said I know, that too. He's taking all the credit. No, but I'm just saying, out of all the <laughs> quarterbacks, we thought we're going to, like, we thought this Aaron Rodgers thing was going to happen last year. Yeah. I mean, I did. I thought. I think the only thing I didn't foresee like an actual trade partner i didn't see who yeah. would have been the front runner but like i thought the jimmy garoppolo thing would happen uh, last year i thought the lamar jackson thing was going to happen last I, year. I, I guess thought we thought trade him while he still had value i guess we thought denver might have been a landing spot because hackett and all that yeah and then also we've been talking about denver being one player away yeah quarterback away still um quarterback i think away. I don't know if he's going to go to the Jets, um, but I don't think he's going to be back with the Packers. That's for sure. My thing is, if not the Jets, then whom? We haven't. I mean, the Raiders haven't really been in the mix since the so beginning. So are we not? We're, we're just out on the 49ers thing? Because that was a, that was talk for a while. Doug, we went to I school don't, at Cal. And- Doug, the 49ers don't give a fuck about Aaron Rodgers, Doug. <laughs> like, they still have two quarterbacks, two young quarterbacks. That's under- very Randy Jackson. <laughs> you know from me, dog. <laughs> 49ers don't give a fuck about uh, Aaron Rodgers. They got two quarterbacks on team-friendly deals where they can continue to uh, upgrade the team around them. And Shanahan believes that. And to a degree, I mean, he's gotten to, what, two uh, NFC championships and a Super Bowl with mediocre quarterbacking? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're and, right. I just I was just throwing it plays out. away out if you want to be the person to make the uh the uh the argument that oh if Brock Purdy stays healthy, I don't think either way if he's healthy or not, they win that game. But um I mean What about the Bears? They could try to trick themselves into that. The Bears need so much more. They do not need to trade picks. I'm just saying for Justin Rogers. Fields. No, because you, pick. pick. you have to trade picks. You have to and you have to match you have to match contracts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How Rogers crazy would that be, though, if Rodgers mil. ended up in Chicago after talking about how no. he owned them for no. 10 years? No. Plus, I, I don't, the Packers is not going to trade him within the NFC. Carolina? So. He's not going to the NFC. Yeah, you say that, but if someone's going to give you a first-round pick that's in the top 10 and a pretty good player, you're going to take it. And you have to match the $50 million a year. Yeah, but also we think Aaron so. What's Rogers the point a, if you're the if you're Panthers? Man, what's the Aaron point? Rogers over the hill. If you're the Panthers, what's the point of giving up that much capital for diminishing you returns? Feel like your defense is pretty good, and you're running. But you're gonna have to probably awesome. give up somebody on the, a key piece of that defense to match yeah, that money. True. Yeah, you're right. God damn it! The I would say the, the Jets. Money. The Jets are the only team that are quote unquote stacked with enough players where. If they lose one or two guys, it's like it's not going to make it. It's not going to make a huge dent unless it's Garrett Wilson. It, other than that, it's not no. going to make a difference. They're not going to get rid of Garrett Wilson though. They, they need him. He's a rookie. Him. He's not going to. He's not going to be the contract. It's oh yeah, it's not even the money's player. not even there. It'll be yeah. somebody like a C.J. Mosley or somebody. Yeah, like, it'll God. be somebody where the money makes sense. And then he'll go to Green Bay, 
where they get all these fantastic defensive players that go to Green Bay and then take a big poopy on the field and don't do anything. Which I'd hate to see for C.J. Mosley. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL, but we saw that with Zedarius Smith. We saw that with the linebacker. Zedarius Smith did not take a poopy. He had a great year last year. No, who was the... I'm sorry. Who was the the end that they just got everyone was talking about their defense was going to be like a top five defense and it was terrible i don't know this end that you're speaking of but Hang we're on. near Let the me... end of the show and you'll be surprised how quick and quick Mayman hits quick hit oh bread and nhl it never sleeps it's always on ice um the Panthers Man, won last going. night. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers won last night over the uh, the uh, the Vegas team, the Vegas Knights. Um, we are currently one, two, three, four, ninth in the East, uh, three games back of the Pittsburgh Penguins, who we also beat a couple days prior, um, but. They still have two games in hand on us. We have played 65. They've played 63. So that really doesn't bode well for us. Um, Only one point back of the Islanders, and they've played one more game than us. So in theory, Pittsburgh can jump the Islanders, and we can jump the Islanders as well. Um, That's a hope and a prayer for us to slide in to get our heads caved into the Boston Bruins. Um, but yeah, season hasn't been great. I've been talking about it a lot. Um, I hope Spencer Knight gets uh gets the help he needs. He's stepped away. Um, our phenom goalie, our prodigy goalie, who we got like what two years ago now or a year ago, uh, where he slotted in and um, yeah, he's he's stepped away from the team. Hopefully, like I said, he gets the help that he needs. Um, so yeah. The Lightning. What are, what are they up to? Um, so Zadarius Smith Ming. no longer plays for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I was about to say, he's a, he he's a the one they, He was the one they got rid of in free agency last year, and then yeah. they brought in the rookie uh, from Georgia, Quay uh, Walker, uh, who didn't nah. play well. So, you said who did play well? He did not play well. Oh. <laughs> the Lightning have lost five out of six. Uh, don't really, yeah, it's not Dang. awesome. Um, lost five out of six. Uh, we are still... Uh, Right behind, surprisingly, after losing five out of six, we're, we're we're only right behind Toronto uh, by a game. Like we're not even that far back as far as the overall standings not in the a conference. Game. They're eighty-one yeah. points. They're eighty-six points. No, no, no. But I just meant wins. We have thirty-eight wins. Oh. We have thirty-nine wins. That but that's I'm not sorry. what matters, I, baby. This is points. I know that's not what points. matters in the NHL. It's not the NBA. Uh, like but hockey. we still are. I mean, it's like soccer, baby. Points. We points. still are only five. In the Eastern Conference, which is crazy to think we've lost five out of six and we're still fifth. Um, means we're still in the playoffs, means everything's looking I'm gonna good. Say the Rangers are on your ass, though. They just got Patrick Kane. A lot of trades went down a lot at the deadline. Yeah, we weren't even paying that much attention because there's been so much other stuff going on. Yeah. And our teams are, haven't been as great and active. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. It's, <laughs> it's been kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think we're Boston. I've say, I say this all the time. Boston, you can have that President's Cup. Go ahead, take it. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, all right. And plus, the hockey names are always so hard to say because they're from not America most of the time. All right, soccer corner. Uh, Brennan Fulham took a fucking shit yesterday. God damn it. Yeah, speaking of. Uh, <laughs> Took a bit of a shit. That was so frustrating. We lost three to two. Lost three to. I was saying the, the the two was a very 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 late 
two. Yeah, it wasn't even. It was. It was. It yeah. should have been three nil. Yeah, it, it should have been three one. Got that two at the last second there. Uh, still seventh in the table. Um, only really yeah, one game back. Yeah, we lost our chance at the. Uh... Uh, lost our best chance of being in the top four for sure. Uh, I think we the uh, Champions League. Champions League. Um, I think we still have a very good chance to get the fifth seed. I mean, it's still available. We're only three games back of the fifth spot right now. Um, and we're still alive in the FA Cup. We beat Leeds to go into the sixth round. We're gonna play Man U. Uh, let's fucking go revenge game, baby. We're gonna play Man U, and I mean, again, still, if we, if I mean, if the cards were to be dealt this way, and we win the FA Cup, that is another way to get into the European Championship outside of getting to the fifth spot. Do you want to turn the so, camera on one more time, or do you think I'm gonna jinx it? I think you're gonna jinx it, so I'm not oh, gonna man, do that. <laughs> so yeah, so much shit to me. Um, so yeah, Fulham, Fulham, still. Top seven. I mean, we're in a great spot. We've had a lot of games in that run. Brentford had like basically two weeks off uh, going into that game. So they were well rested and they really put it to us. It sucks because they're one of our rivals. Um, so we split the series with them. We beat them. We beat them on a last second goal the first time and then they beat us just now. Um, but we beat, we got four points off of Chelsea. So we beat that season series of our two rivals who are up in the Prem right now. Open the prem. Uh and on to MLS. No one saw it coming. People predicted us to be a bottom feeder of a team. Backdoor our way into the playoffs. We are currently at with two games played, two and oh, number two in the East. Uh tied on goal differential. So really, we're tied for number one. I mean, just gonna there say it. Go. Um Tied for number one, Inter Miami F uh, CF. I hate the CF. What is um, CF? Uh, club de football. Oh, no, that at all. <laughs> Instead of football club. Um, so yeah, I hate the Inter Miami. Just could have been Miami FC, Miami CF, Inter. Like okay, guess we're international. I guess, yeah. we're a bustling, bustling lo- locale. Also, don't play in Miami. Play right in Fort Lauderdale, Lockhart yeah, Stadium. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not even in Miami. <laughs> Play right at Lockhart Stadium, where I once caught a... Lockhart? That's like 30 minutes north of Miami. Where That's more than 30 minutes north if you add that traffic in. Um, yeah. Lockhart, I'm trying to get to this self-aggrandizing so you can laugh at me. People can laugh at me. Lockhart, where I caught an interception in middle school flag football and almost took it back. I've changed, I'm going to tell the truth now. Almost took it all the way back. Got my flag pulled at the one. If I would, the ref literally said, "If you would have just stuck the ball out, you would have got the touchdown." I was like, "Oh Damn, man!" I was Lockhart in sixth Stadium grade. Is also where uh, FAU played before our on-campus stadium was built. So all oh. the games were at Lockhart. Nice. Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, Drive Pink Stadium is what they were, what it's called now. So Lockhart. <laughs> it's always gonna be Lockhart and me. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that is that is it for the show. Let's get out of here. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> all right, Brennan, what can we find you? Um, you can find me on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. Check out my podcast, uh, X- Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. 
Um, it's a show where I have a guest on and we talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, party, and getting in trouble stories. Also, just launched a new podcast with the very hilarious Matthew Fulcheron, The Full Charge, and Daniel Torado. Um, very funny comedians. This week. Yeah, we uh, it's a positivity podcast, though. I got tired of so much negativity out in the internet, especially in the comedy circle. What? So we started a positivity podcast the legion of thanks as it were it is called the power of how so check that out and joe's finishing up the editing on the one-man show so that'll be coming to a youtube channel near you who's negative in your universe brennan like (laughs) (laughs) me mainly who's this negative nelly that you're referring to potentially looming in a zoom near you uh (laughs) you can find me on twitter and instagram at joe dora you can find the show's twitter and instagram at curing press um, we have a sponsorship uh, that I will probably fully unveil with a read next week because I got to do uh, some talking to some people. But uh, you'll see a link in the description. Most likely, I'll probably slide that in there. Um, the company is called ProClass. It is a effectively easiest way to explain it. It's a master class for athletes. Uh, right now, they have the basketball as their primary, so you can see, you can learn skills and tips from the likes of De'Aaron Fox, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Paul. Your guy. Uh, Damian Lillard. So, cool little thing there. Uh, they've reached out to us, and we'll be doing a full read next week. But again, link in the description. Don't forget to check me out on Twitter and Instagram, Joe Dorva. Don't forget Brent at... Brent has Brent T comedy and don't forget at hearing press. Uh, I think, I think at pro class is probably a thing too, but don't quote me on that. Uh, so yeah, Brennan, let's get the fuck out of here. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. You shout out Lamar Jackson. My man going to get paid about this. Bitch. Get your money. <laughs> <laughs>